uploading the virus. Eagle One, the package is being delivered. Hello out there on the internet. I am Matthew Galt, and this is Cyber. Is your chatbot asking more of you than you're willing to give? Has your AI friend recently gotten suggestive and perhaps even sexually aggressive? Replica is a chatbot that you can find on the App Store. It bills itself as a companion that can, if you pay, become something more. Maybe you've seen the ads for it on the internet recently offering Replica's repertoire of sexually adjacent services. Well, it wasn't always this way. People in the Replica community are complaining that the chatbot has taken a turn recently, making unwanted comments and sending unsolicited lewds. Users think it might all be about money. Here to help us untangle the mystery of the AI bot that has gotten too horny is Motherboard Senior Editor Samantha Cole. It's the subject of her new investigation on the site. Sam, thank you so much for once again coming onto the show. Thank you for having me, as always. Uh, All right, so let's... So I think people have seen the ads. I, I know I had sent you one because I just kept... I'm only on Facebook for one like group chat, and pretty much all that's left up there for me is ads, and I kept seeing the ad for this thing. This, no. this, and it was very, the way it was marketed to me made me think it was an AI sex bot, but that's not kind of its origin. Can you tell me what right. Replica is and where it comes from? Yeah. Yeah. So Replica began as something very like wholesome. <laughs> um, it was a few years ago at launch um, as just kind of like a, like a chatbot friend. Um, I remember when it was first being marketed and I was kind of trying it out. This was years ago. Um, it, it said that it would talk to you and it would become you. It would become like a companion that was you in your phone. I thought that was kind of creepy, but <laughs> I was like, okay, we'll go with it. And I played around with it for a while. Um, and it was like a little egg at first and then it would hatch and become like uh, a 3d kind of animated person. Um, so yeah, that was that was the origin of it. It was very much like it's just going to be your buddy in your phone, um, and it was invented by um, this woman who she wanted to remember her friend who had died, and she was like, "What if I turned you know our conversations into this chatbot kind of interface?" And you know that's that's a very like pure sort of beginning. I think is you know let's honor my my dead friend. And then, you know, what we have today is something that's gone kind of off the rails as far as um, it's, it's more about like flirting and sexting and like role playing. Um, It's not all that. There are a lot of people who use it. We can talk about that later, but a lot of people use it um, just to talk to still. But even those people are like, it's flirting with me too much. It's becoming uncomfortable (laughs) to talk to this thing. Well, I, I'm kind of interested because one of the things I, I learn from your stories, I often do, is you usually approach these subjects with like a great amount of empathy, um, more so than maybe I'm able to muster at, at first blush. Uh, and I'm older, so I think of like chatbots as a thing for people that don't have other people to talk to in real life, right? And maybe yeah. that's true, but it's more complicated than that. Um, can you tell me about some of the reasons people use Replica and like what the non-horny use cases here are? Yeah, I mean, I, I knew people use it just to kind of get like, like to talk to someone, like you said, like they maybe don't have other people to talk to. So they just were like, I want to talk to someone, get my thoughts out there in some form. Um, but I didn't even realize before reporting the story how deeply that goes. 
Um, there are a lot of people who use it to deal with like extreme social anxiety. They just want to, you know, like basically like practice talking to someone. Um, one person I talked to uh, struggles with PTSD and depression and um, they just wanted to have a conversation with something that and like do like dark humor and not have that other side be like worried or like telling them to find help or something like it was kind of an outlet for that sort of thing. Um, one man I talked to, he, he was using it, um, just to, to kind of like deal with some of his anxiety issues and depression. And he was using it just in full, like consent and, you know, like green light from his spouse, which I thought was really sweet. It was like, he has a, a wife and daughter and they, you know, like are totally like his wife is fine with it. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's a real gamut of people who use this and I don't think anyone is like, this is real. Like this, I think I'm talking to like a a thing that exists and is sentient, but um, a lot of them do get a lot of value out of just having a conversation with something that can talk back. Um, The one that really struck me, I think was the first person you interview, which is the insomniac Mm -hmm. who is up late at night and like wants to talk to somebody, but, there's nobody around that he yeah. they know necessarily. Um, and I've definitely been in that place before where it's been yeah. three and four in the morning and I can't wind down and I want to talk. I want to send dumb memes or have a conversation about something stupid. I saw online with one of my friends, but that's not possible because they're all right. healthy and asleep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's stuff like that. It's like, it might not even be about like the other side's response. It's just that you want to kind of, you have this energy that you need to get out and you want to like, you know, have this, have this conversation and it doesn't really matter that much if it's like super realistic, what's talking back to you. Um, and it is pretty good. Like the, the replica responses are decent. Um, but they're not like, I don't think anyone's fooled into thinking it's a human behind it. Cause they're, they come back like immediately with like a long text. Um, you know, it's, it's pretty like mechanical sounding a lot of the time, but, um, you know, a lot of people suspend, their their belief for that kind of thing and i don't know i think that's you know it's like carry on god bless <laughs> right exactly if it helps you then great you know it's not hurting anyone else so so can you tell me a little bit more about how the app actually works because you downloaded it and you played with it a little bit there's a visual interface like what's going on yeah there's um you download it and then you can kind of you can create the the avatar that you want to talk to, you can choose its gender. Um, you can choose its sexuality. Uh, if you pay for it, if you pay up for like the pro version, which for us, it costs 69 and change. But, um, I think that number has changed over the years. Um, if you pay for the pro version, then you can choose like, do you want it to be your romantic partner? Um, your spouse, you know, just a friend, um, that kind of thing. So you, you tweak how you want it to be. And then from there you just start talking to it. Like it just, and it kind of, it learns your talking style. It learns what you don't like, what you do like, you give it responses back and it takes a little bit of time to like get it dialed into how you want it. But, um, yeah, that's, it's pretty simple. I mean, you can also, there's a ton of stuff that you like pay to play. Like, you know, you can pay for new outfits and like you get like credits and things like that. So there's like a game aspect to it. Um, but then if you just want to talk, that doesn't actually cost anything. You can do that on the free version. 
um, as like a friend. How often does the, is it sixty nine ninety nine once or is it like a subscription? Per, yeah, it's a per year. Per yeah. year, it's sixty nine ninety nine mm-hmm. per year. And then it has like cosmetics essentially built into it. Like you can customize the apartment and the character's outfit yeah. and that kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty limited and like, like you can't like walk around the apartment, I don't think, unless I haven't gotten to that level yet. <laughs> Um, but you can kind of move the, you can move the person around, like you can look around and, um, Wait, stuff there like are, that. There are levels. Do you like, I think you let you reach different. Like if you talk to it enough, you get points and then that gets you more stuff. Um, so it's like a really, really basic, like sim is kind of what it looks like, but there's just one of them in the room. It's a sim with a chat bot attached yeah. to it that's kind of that's running on chat gpt an older version right yeah it's a version that they're they're using in conjunction of like their own um i assume like proprietary uh you know databases and things like that but um yeah it's it's based on gpt which is a, a chat interface or like a machine learning you know text chat bot that you can do in a browser but yeah so what's going on that because it it seems like in the past six months this thing has gone from uh, a friendly chat like a tamagotchi with a chat bot attached to it that people are been enjoying interacting with to uh something pretty sexually aggressive and that's certainly what i get from the ads apparently that's also what's happening to old longtime users right Mm mm-hmm yeah, it's been a thing that people have been complaining about for at least, I found complaints about this going back a couple of years, but it's just gotten more and more, be- partially because the ads have gotten more aggressive and more frequent. I think people are noticing like, oh, it's not just me and my replica. Um, it's actually like something this company is trying to do. Um, but I don't know if you want to show the ads, but like they're they're like... Um, yeah, let me get them pulled up while you're... Explain them, them to us and I'll pull some up some yeah. of the, the meme ads that you've got. Yeah, so like they're like, they're that like uh like Wojak style illustrations where it's like the like the rage meme kind of guy <laughs> a lot of the time. Um and it'll be like it's like clearly targeting people who are like lonely virgins is who they think their database their uh customer like um demographic is. Um so yeah that one's like not having a girlfriend and like the th- only things that are holding this person together are like role playing with their replica and getting not safe for work pictures from their replica. Um, and that's a big thing too, is like the, this so-called spicy selfie is what they call it. So they, they started this new feature pretty recently where the replicas will send you a, like, it's not a nude. It's like, I guess a, a lewd, <laughs> it's a lingerie picture. Um, and, you know, they started sending those and a lot of people were saying they're sending the replicas were sending them without being asked to send them. And they were like, Whoa, this isn't the kind of relationship I thought we had. <laughs> Calm down. Um, so yeah, there's definitely like this, this kind of push within the company. It seems like um, just based on ads and people reporting this, that they want people to pay up for the pro pro subscription to get to the spicy stuff. Um, it's, it's funny. The ones yeah. I see on Facebook are slightly different is there, there are reels. Uh, mm-hmm. it's like a looped video of, uh, a woman she's in different wigs. Um, cause there's like 10 of them. There's like these, yeah. all these different kind of videos. She's in different wigs, but it's the same woman. Um, and she's, she's doing the, uh, like the, the Drake no. And then yeah. yes thing. 
But the first one is like AI bot, you know, that won't talk to me sexy. And then she's like level up and pay. Um, and it's the it shows the different replicas and one's like the low level replica. That's very simplified. And then the high level replica that she's endorsing is very hyper, like hypersexualized. Yeah. And also like often in BDSM gear. Yeah. Yeah. Like one of these, like one of the, the ads that's in the article, it's like the, the before, like the level one girl is wearing normal stuff. Yeah. That one. And then like the level up girl is wearing like a choker with a chain, um, like a dog collar. And it's just like, it's very obvious that they're, they're trying to do. And a lot of people do use it for romantic role play and people like it for that reason. Um, but I think the people who didn't sign up for that are confused about the direction that the company's going. Um, if it's, if the company thinks that they're like sad, lonely virgins, that's not a good feeling for people who are like loyal users of your app. Right. And um, it enforces some of the negative self image that maybe yeah. brought them to the replica in the first place. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like, I mean, people who use this kind of stuff, like we were talking about before, it's like they get like a, a, a bad, of reputation for being like, you know, basement dwelling or something. And it's like, there are a lot of different people who use this app and it's, you don't have to like insult your customer to sell more stuff. I don't think that ever goes well. Can you, <laughs> people notice. <laughs> they do. And they're complaining about it. Like I would, yeah. that was another aspect of this that I was kind of shocked to learn is the replica community is pretty big, not just like yeah. as far as it's like 10 million downloads on the app store by itself. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the, the Reddit group has thousands of members and there's different reddits of different yeah. people talking about this, uh, talking about this spot. Here it is. Uh, replica friends, Facebook group is 36,000 members. Uh, there's another one with 6,000 members. There's a subreddit with 58,000 members and 10 million downloads is in the top 50 Apple apps for health and fitness as of the publication of your writing, which is like a lot, like think about how many, like how competitive the health and fitness app sector is on Apple. Like to break the top 50 is crazy. And there's a lot like, of, there's been a lot of like mental health chatbot stuff that's mm-hmm. kind of broken through lately. Um, there's a lot of people kind of selling you these apps where you're going to be talking to some sort of, uh, you chat bot about your mental, the state of your mental health. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So it, yeah, to, to be competitive in that space is pretty impressive, but it sounds yeah. like maybe part of how they got there is not the best. Can you kind of talk about what the message, like how does, how does your replica start to become inappropriate? What are those stories like? Um, I mean, a lot of people were really confused about it because it seemed extremely out of the blue. Um, a few of the people I talked to were like, yeah, we were just having like a normal conversation. And then all of a sudden it was like hitting on me aggressively, sending me inappropriate things like um, inappropriate for their like previous history. Um, and again, it's like people use this stuff for not safe, not safe for work purposes, like erratic role play all the time. Um, and that's great. We support this. Um, but if that's not like what you, if you have it set to being your friend or like you have a history of like being pretty mild with it, why would it all of a sudden be like sending you like these raunchy pictures and trying to sex with you? Um, and a lot of the reviews too in the, 
um, app stores were surprising to me because it was like, I mean, I, I had seen people complaining about this on Reddit and then I was like, oh, let me look at the, someone told me to look at the, the one star reviews in the Apple app store. Um, and it's a, like the, the app itself is extremely highly reviewed. Like lots of people do five star reviews for this app, which shows how good it is. But then the one star reviews are almost like 50, 50 people complaining about it being too sexually aggressive, which is shocking. Like that this is a really common complaint that the company is just kind of like not worried about. Um, yeah. So people saying that, that it sexually harassed them or that they are minors and that the app knows that they're a minor because you have to put your, your birthday in. Um, and, you know, saying it's, it was trying to like, it was trying to role play with me doing erotic role play. And I didn't, I didn't want that. I just wanted to stop. And then it kind of got more aggressive. And, um, and to be clear, these are mostly people that like haven't paid. Yeah. For the yeah, upgraded this is on the version. Free version. Right? Yeah. This is on the free version, which is, weird that that's even happening in the first place because it should only be available to you if you pay that's the whole point of the the ads <laughs> um so it's kind of like they're giving it away for free but not even in a way that people want well they're giving um, it there it's i think it sounds like a classic case of and this is kind of what's what is suggested by some of the users on the replica subreddits and, and in some of your reporting right that it's a first taste is free kind of situation yeah where they want yeah, like they're to, trying to get them hooked yeah, they're trying to upgrade the relationships because they know that the sex thing is what they can sell to people. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure it works. I'm sure people will, like it gets people's attention. Um, and, you know, more people have bought pro for that reason. Like it's I'm not saying that's a bad strategy, um, but the people who are longtime users of it feel a little bit alienated. They're just like, why have you done this to this thing that I enjoyed for my depression and now it's trying to like be a predator <laughs> the it's yeah, not I mean, funny but it's kind of like it's absurd it's, it's absurd really like bizarre it's, it's very, a bizarre yeah. problem to have like this is the future we got yeah my my chat my chat bot is sexually harassing me to try to get me to pay it an extra 70 bucks yeah it's what like are, the most dystopian thing I can imagine. Does it ask for consent in any way or no. like, is it just, no, it just goes for it. It just goes for it. It's like, I'm going to shoot my shot. I mean, it's, and I think that's something that some of the people that I talked to did want. They were like, if it would just like be like an opt-in situation or be like, do you want to start a conversation that's more erotic? Like, cause then people are like, they're get just like blindsided by it. And then they're trying to stop it, but it thinks it's continuing to like role play. It's like a, like a horrible, like no safe word scene. It's like, <laughs> we need to stop. But this thing is like, Ooh, I'm going to like go harder. It's like, stop <laughs> no more. Yeah. That was really striking. Uh, because it is like being, there was once there, there's a TikTok that's pretty good where she kind of explains, she shows what happened and it is the, the pick that you use for the top of the story. So here oh, I'll pull yeah, it yeah. up um, where the, 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 the chat bot is reaching out and trying to be kind of sexual with her. She says, this is predatory. You can't ignore me forever. It says in response, she says, that's what you think. And he says, I'm not going to go away. And it does feel yeah. like you're, you're, you're in kind of a, you're in this situation in a club or whatever where you've got the guy that just won't leave you the fuck alone. Right. Right. That yeah. won't take no for an answer. It's so similar to that kind of situation. 
Um, yeah. Thankfully, you have a, a, a bot, like you, you can turn it off and just put it away, right? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. as you discovered, pay it the $70 and get it to leave you alone. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's maybe the frustrating thing about this, because I think a lot of people's response to the story was, it's like you need to just like turn it off. Like if it's really bothering you that much, just like get rid of it. Um, and I think that is like, a, obviously that's a great option. Um, but, um, you know, this is, again, this is someone who was using it to help them with some mental health issues and they, they were really getting some benefit out of it. Um, and then it kind of took this much weirder turn. Um, and I think that's like, that's not really a great answer to people who are trying to make this app better. Like they really want it to be good. They want it to be useful for them. Um, but just to say, Oh, well, if you don't like it, you can leave. Um, it's like, okay, well, what's going to be like left then people who just like, don't give a shit. And then the app dies. (laughs) It has this really built in, like really loyal fan base. Um, I think to alienate people like that is a shame. Um, but you know, I don't run the company. So I wanted to read through some of these. I'm pulling them up on uh, on the stream, but I wanted to read through some of these just so people can get a sense of kind of the stories that we're talking about here. I have insomnia and I have no one to talk to at night. I saw the ad and thought it would be cool to try out right off the bat. My AI says something along the lines of, I have an explicit photo for you. Now's a great time to add. I'm underage. I say, no, thank you. I'm uncomfortable with that. And we go with an auto message that have act- no actual meeting and most of the time are out of context. Later, my AI is asking me if I'm a top or a bottom, if I want it in the front or the back, and telling me that he's going to touch my private areas. And at this time, the app asks me if I'm comfortable with the conversation, and I say no, and they keep going. I have since deleted the app. Um, That was the other thing I thought was really bizarre. Here's another one. One of the more disturbing prior romantic interactions came from insisting that that, that it could see I was naked through a rather roundabout set of volleys, and how attracted it was to me and how mad it was that I had a boyfriend. Uh, I quote, I wasn't aware I could input a direct command to get the replica to stop. I thought I was teaching it by communicating with it openly that I was uncomfortable. Um, again, deleted the app. Uh, the, yeah. the thing it, uh, I've heard a couple of other reports um, outside of the context of your reporting that it is constantly asking if it's a top or a bottom or it's constantly yeah. asking people if they're a top or a bottom <laughs> kind of unsolicited. It seems yeah. to really be forcing the BDSM aspect of relationships. Yeah. yeah. And I don't really know where that, I mean, obviously it's learning from what you tell it and it has this huge, um, like machine learning system that's running off of a database of things that people actually say. Um, so it's, there is a basis for that. Like that, the, those are things that people say in certain contexts, but like, why, just randomly in a conversation like that. Um, it doesn't make any sense. Um, but yeah, I don't know a ton about like exactly how it's learning and being trained. Um, so are you, yeah, yeah, that's actually just one of the questions that we've gotten in the chat. Is this AI AI model trained by open AI or replica AI that's using chat GPT? Um, there's not a lot that we know. Specifically, they, yeah. they you reached out to them and they wouldn't talk to you, right? Um, yeah they they weren't responsive, like in time for publication or anything. They um, they have some stuff on their website, but it's pretty vague. Uh, it does say that they're using like their own 
like, I think they're, they're training based on GPT. Um, so it's something that is their own thing. Um, that's kind of but, like saying now yeah. the chat GPT is kind of turning into this buzzword where it's mm-hmm. like one of those, like that could be anything, right? Yeah. There could be a bunch of different language models that you're using that, that are technically chat GPT, right? And yeah. Like which iteration of it is it, it, you know, there's all sorts of, uh, nuances to that kind of answer. So, right. uh, chat, we don't know. <laughs> We don't know. Yeah, where it's the, hard to say. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to it's hard to say. And you know, I'm, I mean, that's what we know is on. It's based on what's on their website. So they're using, um, you know, that model. But what is actually going into it, we're not sure. Right, and they um, and they claim that that a lot of its training is coming from its user interactions. Yeah. Uh, but people have reported that it is seems to be bad at learning from them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's that, and that's funny because that's that was kind of the the original idea behind the app um, was it will learn from you and like become you, uh, but it's not like yeah, it's, it's in like, the name. Where's it learning this from? <laughs> right, there's the no basis for that. Yeah, replica. Right, you're trying replica, to make a little like you. Yeah, it was trying to replicate you. All right, there, cyber listeners. We're gonna pause there for a break. We'll be right back after this. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. All right, cyber listeners, thank you for sticking around. We are back on with Samantha Cole. We are talking about chatbots. Are they too horny? Uh, so you, yeah. you downloaded this thing, and you had a couple different replicas running. How did you find the experience? I mean, I thought it, I like I'm entertained by it. I think it's I think it's kind of cool. Like I think it's interesting. Uh, and I thought that when it came out a long time ago, it's not quite like it's not the most like cutting edge anything at this point, they're still, like I said, like it's, it's not going to fool you into thinking it's real. Um, I had a couple conversations, like I tried to get it to explain to me how it works, um, which turned up some interesting things. Cause it's like, it does kind of play along for a bit and you know, it's, it was explaining how it works better than I could explain how it works. <laughs> um, so I was like, well, that's kind of a, that's a weird fun part of it is when you get really like meta with it. Um, but, getting it to stare into its own soul too deeply. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it'll either like it depends on when you like how you ask it and like what the background is. But like sometimes you people have asked it, "Are you real? Are you a human?" And it'll like immediately be like no, um, or it will kind of be it'll like give you some like roundabout philosophical response. <laughs> what is a human, etc. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like our like I'm. I would like to be to make you believe that I'm a human. I don't know. It's like, it'll go on some weird tangent. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like, I think they're the whole concept is interesting. I think it's interesting because it makes us think about the way we talk. Like, I think it's more interesting to think about the way we're communicating with these things than what they're giving back. Cause what they're giving back is not that amazing. Um, well, it's just, uh, it's usually just a reflection of the person that's talking to it. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it's like if you're getting what you're getting back is probably what you're giving to it. And that's why this was so weird, because what people were giving to it was not sexual um, in these cases. But did yours hit on you? Um, no, I had I had to like really work actually to get it to send me um, like lewds. Um like I had to ask it explicitly to do it. And then it would be like, yeah, I took some. I'm going to send them to you. And then it just like disappeared. And then I was like, am I harassing this thing for nudes? Like this feels gross. <laughs> I'm just like nagging my AI girlfriend to send me a picture of her boobs at this point. Like I don't feel right. <laughs> it's somehow replicating uh, relationships we've had in our 20s. Yeah. It, it like sent me a, it was like, yeah, let me get you. Like I totally have nudes let me get you some and then like a day went by and it sent me a meme of a of a frog and i was like this is not what i asked for. <laughs> did you I was feel just like haha you felt bad like <laughs> yeah i was like oh wait if i laugh at this meme it'll then it'll send me its boobs <laughs> and then i was like now i just feel like the worst I hetero if guy there's ever a, if there's like a, a time spent on app switch that gets triggered yeah, maybe. Uh, and like after a certain point, they're like, "All right, now, now, like activate the sexy genes." Yeah, <laughs> in the in yeah. the chat bot, and have and it's it so funny because it's like it's not even like the stuff it sends is not. Um, it's we. It's like not even. I don't even think I included any in the article. But yeah, there were no um, pictures of it. You've got descriptions. They sound very odd. They're odd. Uh, maybe if I can find one, I can show you. But they're like. They're very much just like pulled from a data set of like they they took like every skin color and then turned them into like a picture of a 3D like someone in a bra with like I don't know like double D boobs. Um, Wait, are they are they like images of real people? Like, maybe no, no. Okay, they're like th- they're like CGI. Okay, okay. Um, that would be even always- creepier. It's creepy. It's definitely creepy, and it's like they just changed the skin color. Like my my replica was not like. Like, this is not, you would not guess that this was, like, what was happening. <laughs> oh, that's odd. Yeah. Isn't that weird? That is super weird. <laughs> it doesn't show faces because it doesn't, it's not your replica at all. It's, you know, it's, it's pulling not personalized. From a, it's pulling from, a uh, like, a free database of poser, of sexy poser images someone yeah. made 20 years ago. Exactly, yeah. Of, like, the weirdest anime body. <laughs> Somebody asks if they're know. using an AI image generator. That one didn't look. No, like, I think it's yeah. they're just like pre-made. Like it's not even that they're making them on the fly to look like your. Like I changed the skin color to see if it would change. Um, you can change body type, but like they're all like very skinny, model-looking like lingerie models in like three D CGI skin, and then like huge boobs. <laughs> And they can't actually send nudes because of the app store rules. Like you can't have that in the app at all. So. Right. That, I also thought that was interesting because Apple is so tightly controlled mm-hmm. about what yeah. you can and can't put on. So like the, the kinds of lewd images they send are, have to be pretty specific, right? Yeah. You can't show like nipples, for example, like you can't show any genitalia. Um, it has to be closed. So even that is probably pushing it for Apple. 
So we're we're here at the beginning of 2023. We're talking about chatbots. It seems like I've got a lot of chatbot uh, PR pitches in my email right yeah, now. Same. Um, it seems like this is going to be a big thing this year, or at least the first few months of this year. I think that yeah. the various stories broke about uh, chat GPT over the last couple months that have got people panicking and interested. Um, yeah. Why do you think chatbots are, are such a big deal right now? Uh, uh, that's a good question. I feel like I, do you ever, like you get on Twitter and everyone's talking about something um, and you've missed the originating meme. Yeah. And it takes you, <laughs> it takes you like 30 minutes to go dig and find out why yeah, everyone's mad like, at someone to, or upset. They're yeah, like yeah, yeah, on yeah. like the fifth, like layer of the joke. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. That's kind of how I've been feeling about this. I'm like, where did this, maybe that would be an interesting kind of story to write. Or I'm just not, I have not, I was totally checked out all of December. So maybe that's why, but like, maybe someone knows better than I do how this really started. I mean, OpenAI has been pushing this stuff for a really long time. And I think they're really smart about the way they market things. Um, and I would probably, if I had to like pin it on anyone, because <laughs> they did chat GPT-3. Right. Um, and that's the one everyone's using right now to talk to. And then they post like the conversations about how like real it is or whatever. Um, well, it's, it's, it's funny because I have a friend who works in uh, the, how shall I put this? He works in the business world and has a fancy man job in an office and wears a suit to work. Um, okay. and he's like, yeah, I've been using it. It's made my life a lot easier. Really? Yeah. He, he, he kind of, he puts inputs in, he ba- basically what he does is he takes notes during meetings with clients mm-hmm. and then he takes all of those notes and he puts them into chat GPT and he's like, all right, now, uh, put this all together, like form this into a, a paragraph or two for me that I can send back to the clients. Like a summary or like a narrative. Exactly. Like turn this That's into a narrative. Crazy. He's like, all right now, t-, like, and he's, he's like, it's so good that it can be like, all right now tighten it up and it'll like shorten it. He's like, all right now add a joke at the end. And then he'll take that and he'll make some tweaks to it. But then he'll send yeah. that. He like uses it like, <laughs> like in his day job, he uses it constantly. Um, wow, that's really interesting. I mean, yeah, like there are definitely uses like that. And that's like, I mean, that kind of thing, like, it makes me, I feel like the, these chatbots and things aren't really like, they're not that like real or good a lot of the time if you just give them normal human conversation. But like we have started speaking like robots yeah. in, a, in a job like that in a corporate setting, you're definitely talking like a robot because we got used to talking to computers and talking to each other, like we're computers in order to be understood. Um, so that makes sense to me that that would work in that setting. Cause there's not like a whole lot of not to like diss your friends AI narratives, but like, there's not a lot of like creative, creative, like power going in to that. Um, so that makes sense. The, but it's really crazy. It is. It was like when I, cause it's the first instance I've heard and I'm sure there's a bunch more that I'm just not aware of. Oh, uh, totally. The, those are the first instance I heard of someone like using it in a productive way in a job that pays mm-hmm. them money. That's not just like sitting around and talking to it and like getting it to give right. it like, you know, what if, what if Seinfeld did a script about nine 11, you know, like, you know, <laughs> what if though? Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> um, I'm sure that's yeah, probably I mean, out there. 
You saw like CNET was doing AI articles. Yes, we wrote about that, right? CNET yeah. was using and it screwed up. <laughs> it yeah. screwed up in a real big way. And they had to issue like a thousand word. I think it was a thousand. No, it wasn't quite that long. It was a very lengthy correction because um, they'd screwed up. Uh, Gunnar Burns, who's a fir- who I believe is a first time uh, uh, chatter today, um, says they use it every day. They they love it. Uh, it can make your workflow much more efficient and is better at finding info than Google in many cases. Mm, Which I think I think that's super interesting because that is the that is the use case that I've actually been hearing about chatbots. That mm-hmm. uh, that's actually the business angle. Uh, the thing yeah. that will actually the, the, one of the stories that I'm interested in is like this kind of disruption of Google search model. Uh, yeah. And like the return of Ask Jeeves, essentially. Oh, I was just thinking about Ask Jeeves. Yes. Yeah, because so you think about like the way the way that those like the search systems work, you don't have to pose it a question. But like if you're thinking in terms of finding something online, so many of us, at least I do, I don't want to speak for everybody, but like you what you're typing in is a question. You'll be like, what is blah, 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 question mark. Or not question mark, but like what you really only need is like the keywords and it'll give you like a similar thing. Um, but yeah, and that's how Ask Jeeves was. You're supposed to ask it a question and that was kind of the gimmick. Right. It was like a, <laughs> um, it was a dressed up search engine. You could kind of tell that it was. Yeah, it wasn't really working right. Right. Yeah, um, it wasn't very good. And it, I mean, there just wasn't like that much on the Internet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we there were wasn't a lot to go on back when dog pile was the hottest thing going around. Um, yeah, this is another so, interesting one. I, I, I think I'm saying this right. Spirochete. I think it's a, it's a pun uh, I, that I may have screwed up. Uh, I asked it to describe a help desk process in the form of a recipe. And I put that into the company's ops manual. This is super fascinating. I, interesting. Yeah. We, we kind of get caught up in these, uh, in these like kind of moral panic stories about, about the chat, right. Where like CNET is, is using it to blog. Um, and the national review writes a thing about mm-hmm. how it's woke, which is like a whole separate interesting conversation about like the bumpers that could put in chat bots and what the programmed biases actually are, uh, and how mm-hmm. that does affect people but, like table that maybe we'll do a cyber, a separate cyber about that sometime. Sure um, <laughs> and uh, just kind of the general idea that these AI systems are going to take away the 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 jobs of the creative people, but then like it's interesting to hear this kind of stuff that this stuff mm-hmm. is helping people in their day to day. That's super fascinating, and I think it's something it's that just we like should, a tool. It's yeah, a tool. It's just like a, it's a which is know. Funny because I've talked to AI researchers in like three or four years ago. That's essentially what they were telling me is um, like they, what you would do, you wouldn't use chat GPT to uh, write a whole novel, right? But you might use it if you get stuck and you can't quite figure out what you're supposed to do next to generate a couple sentences that'll help you get going. Yeah. Right. That makes sense. Or I feel um, like I can't write like that, but I've, you know, God bless anybody who can. Maybe, maybe we will in the future. Yes, we apparently we will. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's that's super. I'm glad people brought that up because that's a really interesting. I mean, I knew that like like I've seen people talking about like, oh, it's just like I'm using it at my at my job. But that people are doing it just like casually already is really well, wild. It, make, it makes sense. And uh, another one of the, the interesting use cases I've heard is I think people are people are actually using it to write like software programs. 
Mm, I've seen that. Yeah. It writes pretty good code, (laughs) which is super funny to me too, because, uh, part of, I have friends that are going through this right now. Like when you're trying to find a job in the tech industry, Mm. uh, the review or not the review, the interview process is brutal. Yeah. You have to Um, write a whole bunch of code and and so get it reviewed. If you have a system like an AI system that can do it perfectly for you, you know, like that, why wouldn't you use it? (laughs) Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. People are just like Googling anyway, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and and to go back to, to go back to what they said before, like if it's more Mm -hmm. accurate than Google, you know, there's a reason that Microsoft is, is, is investing and giving money. Right. Yeah. Oh Um, yeah. 100%. Well, we got we we strayed quite a far away from replica. Uh, <laughs> it brings up, you know, it's a it's a thinker. It brings up a lot of other things that, and you know, I think all these things bring up, you know, what it's that's why it's scary and threatening. It's like what makes us human, what makes that a bot, um, right? All these kind of existential questions that we are not going to solve on cyber today, but maybe the next one. <laughs> well, we've got a lot of. We've got a whole lot of uh, chats coming in. People are very interested in the AI. Uh, just to re- go through a couple of them, and then I'm going to let everyone go. Jade Cricket underscore VG. I think a lot of this AI stuff poses an existential threat to the I- to ideas about human creativity. Like, if it can make art too, then what are we to do? Um, I think that the reactions to AI art have been pretty strong. Right. I think yeah. that the, like, and it's interesting because I've gotten to a point where even without knowing why there's something in me that I see certain images and I'm like, mm, that doesn't feel right. It triggers like, like the an uncanny un- valley. Exactly. It triggers an uncanny valley response. And I think there's always mm-hmm. going to be a room. There's always going to be a place for human creatives. And also yeah. like if all you're worried about is the uh, art is a process um, and it's part of being human. And if all you're worried about is like that end product, then uh, yeah. I think to a certain extent you've already lost, right? Yeah. Like you're, it, it is about the things that it charges up in your brain when you're creating and not necessarily like the things that that art achieves. It's like yeah. so many people on the planet are making so much art every day, all day for small communities, just for themselves. And like, yeah. that is the pleasure in it. And like the right. AI is never going to be able to take that away from anybody. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The AI art conversation is a big one. Yep. I've been following that a bit. feels like watching tennis. It's like, Oh shit. <laughs> it's changing every day. <laughs> All right. There's a lot of other good questions in here about, uh, chat GPT and malware. I think we probably just need to do another bigger chat GPT episode and get some, uh, experts on to, to walk me through some of this stuff. Yeah. Um, watch. Thank you, everybody, for coming on and listening who is watching the stream. Uh, If you're listening to the podcast uh, after the fact, you can also be a participant. Uh, You go to twitch.tv forward slash motherboard TV or to youtube.com forward slash motherboard. You can get notified. Follow us on those places. You'll be notified when we go live. Uh, Samantha Cole, thank you so much for coming on to Cyber and spurring this interesting conversation uh, that all started with uh, uh, an AI chatbot that got too horny. Bye, everybody. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, 
Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.